0: Since the beginning of time, men have objectified women, from tramp to tart, or whore to hoe, and at some point in 2012, a new word was born. That, meaning that hoe out there,
1: or that hoe over there.
0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spiritual Thoughts Podcast with your host, me, Taylor. Um, today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Natasha, And I just love having conversations with her because she always has such a unique perspective on things and so today Natasha and I are going to be discussing the level of pride from the map of consciousness developed by Dr David Hawkins and we're also going to touch on a couple other really interesting topics so Um, If you've been following the podcast, just a quick little rundown, we are going through each level of the map of consciousness, and we started with level shame, and we're going to work our way all the way up to enlightenment. Um, And so, yeah, let's kind of get into this. So, Natasha, if you want to kind of just tell everybody a little bit about you, where they can find you, what you do.
1: Hi, guys. I'm Natasha Koshinka. And you can find me on Instagram through, um, I guess, one of my uh, Instagram accounts. Um, I have Ascension Guide, and that's, uh, you know, no spaces, no dots, but the O in guide is A0. And then the other one is Quantum Healer Tosh. It's Quantum.Healer.Tosh, T-A-S-H. And um, my most uh, popular offering is um, QHHG. Uh, which is quantum healing hypnosis technique and that could be good for moving forward uh for trauma for uh helping to make important decisions in your life and it's like past life regression so you could um you know you could just do a session to kind of journey out of curiosity. And not only are we doing uh past life regression, we're always doing, we're also doing um, uh, future lifetimes, if that's something a person's interested in. And one of my favorite things with that is if we do a future, uh, if you, if we do a future version of the present lifetime, we could bring back the energies of a period in your life in the future where you're finally content and happy bring that energy in anchor it in and help you to kind of get there a little faster um so the other things that i offer is quantum energy healing which is basically uh could be known as reiki as well uh different names the same energy um and i work with uh higher realms than the 4d um and if you're traveling to New York or a New Yorker I also do sacred ceremonies and uh, that's with uh, mushrooms (laughs) and um, (laughs) and uh, and if you go on my link tree you'll see what's actually offered in the ceremony session also uh, one-on-one ascension guidance Uh, if you're somebody that's new to ascension and would like some answers and what the hell is going on because this world is crazy and shit is going on and yeah you just need uh to know that you're not going crazy and what's going on you know answers uh you know questions answered etc cetera, etc cetera. and um also uh my other probably most favorite thing but um I usually uh, mention it last, is autism consultation. Uh, and basically, I offer to be a bridge between autistic children and their parents because um, I understand the children, I understand uh, autistic individuals, and I'm actually an spectrum myself. And uh, yeah, um, they really suffer uh, in many ways, but one of the ways is not being able to, uh, to be heard or understood. And basically, you're kind of, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of feelings and emotions and you're kind of alone. You know, that's what it feels like. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also have a essential poetry book uh, out there. Um, I do a human resonance channel on Telegram. And I think that is everything that I guess I want to bring up. Sorry if I went on and on and on. on. No, you're good.
0: You have lots to offer and I'm super excited about it. Um, So to kind of pick you back off of um, one of the last offerings that you talked about, which was um, being a bridge for autistic children um, to their parents, um, you have a really uh, interesting perspective on autism in general and like what it means spiritually do you want to kind of like dive into that a little bit
1: sure yeah um so when you are an individual that's on the spectrum um really neurodivergent in my opinion uh, but obviously i'm speaking from uh, the point of view of um you know being autistic because that's what i can relate to mm-hmm. um but yeah my opinion is just neurodivergence uh, uh you know across the board uh there's a connection connection to spirit that is deeper than um most, most individuals, as in uh, you know, as in regular or normal or neurotypical individuals. Uh mm-hmm. there's just a really large um connection to divine. Um and how it feels for me and has how it's always felt for me, is that I have one foot in each world. Mm-hmm. And my understanding is that uh, let's say a village. Has has a child, right? A special child, quote unquote. Um, basically, it would be the autistic child that would be taken to be trained as a shaman. Mm-hmm. Shamans are odd, right? They're weird. There's a reason yeah. they're they're not wired. The same. <laughs> so, they're not yeah. right. so it's it's that that child that's wired wired differently. So whether it's you know autistic, uh, you know. AD ADHD, you know, and all all the other neurodivergent types. I feel like there's there's something deeper going on, the connection to the divine.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that a thousand percent. And it's actually, I really like that um that like you know, kind of a long time ago, that's how they approached it. Um, because the approach now in like modern day society is so different. And that's crazy. like they don't, it's always like I don't want to say it's bothered me, but it's always—I guess, yeah—it's bothered me that like the way that the society treats like autistic children, and it's like very like almost like patronizing. But it's like what you don't understand is this child has so much deep wisdom. They just—they can't express it the same way that you and I can because they're not designed to live in this world the way that. I mean, I don't want to say you and I because like we're both neurodivergent, (laughs) but the neuro—the way neurotypical people um, usually are taught to communicate right like um i just feel like there is some really deep deep keys that people can learn from people on the spectrum or just any kind of neurodivergence because they do see things in a different way and they do experience life differently than Mm -hmm. you know the neurotypical person and so um would you say that all um neurodivergent people are star seeds or do you think it's just some type of deeper connection to um the divine
1: you know this is really really just an opinion i think there's just i just think it's all yeah but what do i know you know right um but yeah i think it's all i I, i've it's just what what uh what uh my heart what my uh, intuition tells me but Mm -hmm. you know it really like that's just what I think or what I feel
0: yeah
1: am I right I, I have no idea but you know what I wanted to um also kind of bring back what um we just spoke about um you know autistics and you know just really neurodivergence uh you know um how they're treated in society isn't it interesting that the the ones that would be the shamans of the world they're the ones that are are basically there's something wrong with you and mm-hmm. right and and they're, because they're so sensitive they have a higher higher uh chance of developing um um a, a comorbid comor- i can never say this comorbidity as in like you know uh some kind of personality disorder or some mm-hmm. like something um in which case they'll get locked up. So like, basically this world is designed in a way and and mind you, because people that are neurodivergent, they're usually quote unquote weird, especially the autistic, really weird. And they Mm -hmm. get picked up so hard and they're they're already so sensitive. So there's a very good chance that they're gonna develop something. Again, this, this system is just developed so messed up that, you know, like, instead of like, hey, Man, I really want to understand you. I I, I feel you. I hear your pain. Let's mm-hmm. let's figure it out, man. I see that you need like love in your life. You need you know that you're alone. That you know like whatever some kind of assistance. Yeah, Instead, they're just locked up. Put in I uh, I don't know with one of those fucking jackets, Put in mm-hmm. a room. Oh da da da. You're literally locking up shamans. What? Yeah, you're literally like
0: <laughs> like locking up like. The potential healers of the world Um, and like I think it's um honestly this is done on purpose right mm -hmm. because if they know what they're doing (laughs) they know exactly what they're doing because if they if whoever is running the show of of planet earth right whoever whatever you want to call them whether it's lizard people or fucking you know the billionaire whatever it doesn't matter like this society is designed to put down anything that's special to make yeah. you um, anything con- connected to the divine. Yeah. It's, it's really like designed to shut all of that off. Mm-hmm. And um, I think some of that comes from like, they know how potent that connection is and they have some type of connection to some other, otherworldly worldly thing. Um, maybe it's, like the shadow um,
1: aspect of it. it yeah yeah exactly i think what they have a connection to is the lower astral right right so that's like the lowest spiritual realm and they're like oh i'm connecting to like to the spiritual realm no you're connecting to the realm that has literally all the possible fucking garbage all the literal literally mm-hmm. stuff me uh, also something that just popped into my head uh-huh. so um you know like totally off topic but hey why not uh you know how some people kind of uh you know they they're into spirituality uh for a while years even and then and then some of them sometimes kind of like oh my god you know spir- new ages and spirituality or whatever anything that's not uh Christianity it's evil like they'll they're mm-hmm. flip you know what I'm talking about yeah so I finally finally figured it out so um what it is is they're 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 connecting to the, to the lower astral and those lower astral beings are projecting certain images like, oh, I'm, I'm Jesus or whatever, you know, enter yep. your deity, uh, deity here. Right. Um, and, you know, and then like, you know, they're hanging out, they're talking all the time, right? And then there's manipulation going, there's this. And then like basically this person's world falls apart or whatever the story, mm-hmm. however, and they're like oh spirituality oh crystals oh this and that evil and it's like no you've been connecting literally to the lowest plane of sp- like spiritual plane where mm-hmm. literally all the garbage is yeah
0: yeah oh. and i really like, i really like that and i actually have something to add to that as yeah. well so another thing another theory that i have kind of with that because we i feel like we we're seeing it a lot more where it's like people like switch from like christianity into the new the quote unquote new age right and then they all of a sudden flip flop back into like this new age christianity where it's like christ conscious you know what i mean and it's almost like um they ran from religion into something else and then realized that they couldn't handle what was in that. So then they kind of flip flap back to something that they knew was familiar. And so what I think is happening is because a lot of these uh, people that go from that into the new age, um, and by the way, like the term new age is so bullshit because a lot of this wisdom is just like thousands of years old, like this is just like ancient wisdom that they're, and I think that's kind of like a intentionally labeled as new age too, because um, it's like ancient wisdom packaged up in this like cute little package so people come to like the psyop version because there's there's cognitive dissonance in in every which way like there's you know like people come into the new age and follow these like trendy bits like oh i'm going to just like do affirmations like meditate and like sit on a cloud all day like you know because it's cute and like while some of that's cool it's like there's a cognitive dissonance in that that um allows these powers that be or whoever you want to call them to like still remain in control and so I think what happens is because they haven't really done like their shadow work they haven't really faced their inner work they're just like sitting they're jumping from one thing to the next thing hoping that it's going to fix whatever is going on with them and but what's happening is like they're they haven't faced their inner demons and so these inner demons are projecting outwards as like quote-unquote spiritual demons. And so it's like people that have been afraid to look within themselves, like truly look within themselves and look at their dark sides and they've kind of just swept it under the love and light rug, right? And so when they do see their um, you know, inner demons projected out as outer demons, they're like crystals are evil, like this is bad, and so they jump ship and like go back to the next thing that's going to make them feel good rather than doing the hard work that's going to actually yeah. raised your consciousness, right? And it's, and I think, I mean, that kind of can tie into pride a little bit because it's like they're too damn prideful to to take a deep look at their shadows and be like, okay, this is kind of what's, you know, what I've buried for a long time. Let me take a look at this. And like a lot of people, they don't they don't want to look at that stuff because it like hurts their ego and it hurts the way that they view themselves, right? And that's part of pride too. Like pride is like um it's it has a lot to do with ego right and right. there there's like good attributes to pride and then there's also the shadow attributes and so right. like pride you can take really good pride in like the work that you do right and you can really right. like take pride in yourself but then there's like a line that's crossed where it's like okay now you're getting into the shadow attributes of pride where it's like you're too prideful to ask for help or you're too prideful to look at the the kind of darker pieces of yourself and i feel like that kind of ties in with that a little bit so sure what's been your, um, kind of experience, like in, like, how has pride showed up in your own experience, like your healing journey, or like, how have you seen it show up in like, maybe like your clients or like, what, what's been your experience with that kind of level of consciousness?
1: Right. Um, okay. So when it comes to, to pride, um, you know, like, like we were saying earlier, uh, it's like a, it it is a polarity. It is, there's a negative and there's a positive aspect to it. So. So here's the thing. Um uh, as you uh, you I'm sure know and many others know that ego's not an, an ego's not an uh, not a bad thing. I'm right. sure you yeah. Yep. So um really what the problem with ego and pride because to me like right now I'm literally talking about the same exact thing. So um when it comes to ego I'm going to start with ego. When it comes to ego, the only problem as far as I understand us that you will have with your ego is if you have not worked on yourself if you have yes. not worked on those shadows mm-hmm. because when you're wounded that's the shadows when you you're wounded your ego rules you when you've done the work the ego is just a vehicle to get yes. you from a to point B, because as I've, I've said to people before, just like, if you don't have an ego, you're literally like melting into your chair and not doing anything like 1000%. Your ego <laughs> is what makes you human. <laughs> you need to, Like you need, like if you're an animated being that needs to get things done, you need, you need your ego. Yep. Now that's it. That's all, it, all it's all it is. Have you, have you handled your wounds? Have you done your shadow work? If you have your ego's fine, Mm -hmm. I love love my ego. Yeah, and I am in charge. As in, my spirit is in charge. My ego does everything for me. You know, gets things done. Da da da. And you know, I have peace. I could be in my heart space. You know, my ego is my servant. Yes, yes. And that's how it should
0: be. It should be like the ego should be serving you, not the other way around. And I think a lot of times when people don't do the inner work, they're allowing the ego to drive the car when the ego should really just be the co-pilot.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or just like you know, somebody an assistant, even like the right. same thing. Um so yeah, so when it comes to to pride, it's only going to be an issue if you haven't done done the work because I mean. I'm proud of myself. I've the things that I've accomplished. Go mm-hmm. me. I'm now I'm tapping myself on the back. Yeah. <laughs> go <laughs> me. I'm so proud of myself. But it's yeah. not a it's not a I'm better than you. Because right. that, that's shadow. Yeah. Allowing yourself to be proud of the work you've done and allowing
0: yourself to be like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Like fucking you're killing it yeah. versus like yeah i'm killing it and i'm fucking better than these bitches you know like there's like a huge energetic difference between the two and i feel like one of the things that um i've personally noticed in working with my clients is like people's ego is often like their first line of defense. A lot of people that are kind of on the shadow side of pride are often afraid of like judgment, right? And so they are themselves are afraid of being judged by other people. So if they judge other people
1: first, then it doesn't hurt them when people judge them back. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I mean really they're because of all this unhealed stuff, they're they judge themselves, therefore they mm-hmm. judge others. Yeah. Guys, heal your shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, like and more. The more people that heal themselves, I mean, like we're it, it's contagious. This work is contagious. If you heal yourself, you are putting into the etheric field this this template of this 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 more divine being, you know. And the more of us do the work, the more this this uh, I'm gonna call it critical mass mm-hmm. <laughs> gets stronger. The by critical mass, I mean, like this this uh foundation of how we should be as in as in clear not hurt divine beings with a happy with a peaceful with a glad joyous heart i mm-hmm. want to live here that's literally that's the foundation of for quote-unquote new earth i know some people are weird with the with the, with that whole uh, term but you know, there's yeah. nothing to be weird about it but like <laughs> so weird but um we, we could call it anything we could call all the old way of being, whatever, whatever right. words, just words. If we want to get to a point where, where we are all good to each other and, and happy and respectful and just like at peace. I mean, this is not what we want. Do your shadow work. That's it.
0: That's yeah. It.
1: Yeah. And I think sometimes people don't
0: do shadow work because they're afraid they're going to get stuck there. Mm. And I think that's, it's, it's one of two things. It's either they're afraid they're going to get stuck there or they're afraid of what they're going to find in the shadows and they're not going to like what they see.
1: Yeah, I, f- I feel you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You will come back from this. You're mm-hmm. not going to get stuck. And the other thing is there's nothing wrong with you having a shadow. We all have have a shadow or had a shadow that we had to yeah. integrate. By integrate, we mean like acknowledge, or, you know, like analyze or process and integrate. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having, it's part of the human experience. It's it's a, it's a beautiful, as ugly as it could be, as painful as it could be. It's a beautiful journey because then you could look back and you're like, well, that's where I was. And here I am happy now because I was brave enough because I got over myself because I understood that it's okay to do the work. Yeah. You're, gonna get, you're not gonna get stuck. You're not. Yeah.
0: And I think that's one of the things too is like, sometimes people just have to get over themselves in order to like really do the deep healing. It's like our, our pride gets in the way and our ego gets in the way because we're hanging on to this old notion of who we think we are and underneath who we think we are is who we actually are. Right. And I think a lot of times people are like almost afraid to find out who they actually are, like without all the facade, without all of like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. do you do you ever see that with clients that you work with
1: i mean yeah yeah people are definitely af- i mean afraid of their late, right definitely for sure there's just it's change yeah people are of change yeah i understand I, I i i get that but happiness is the most important thing yeah I- I don't like personally, you know, like I'm trying to like communicate this to people. But, you know, whenever they're ready, this is when they're ready. But like, man, you want to be happy? Just just do this. Just, just you know. And I mean, here's the other side of it. If you don't do the work, I mean, you're kind of, uh, how do I put this? I don't even know if you want to get into it, but like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get get into that, but like you want to basically go with the life force. You want to do this, this, you want to rise. This is where we currently are as humanity. Yeah. We're rising. If you're not rising, you're being left behind. Right. What does this mean being left behind? And that's what I was trying not to get into. What does this mean? You, you kind of like start to degenerate. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think with that too, is like, I think we're seeing this split right now where there's like these different timelines where some of us are rising up and we're doing the work and we're embracing our shadows and we're embracing our light. And we're kind of like learning to balance it all in this human experience. And then there's people that are not, right? They they have the option to do it, but they just choose not to do it. And they choose to continue the same cycles and over and over again. And I think there's this split being created within this this timeline, where we're seeing the people rising and healing, and then we're seeing these other people like split off into just staying the same, and it's it's why we see so much division right now because people are quite literally living different experiences on this planet, like completely separate lives. It's like, is this even the same planet? Like, are we living on the same Earth right now? Because yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. and but that's it's a, the energies. Well, and that's the thing too, like. I kind of wanted to touch on the new earth thing a little bit, because I feel like sometimes people get the wrong idea when people say new earth, because I think people oftentimes get the perception that like this whole planet is just going to like shift before our eyes, you know, and like, it's just going (laughs) to become this like brand new thing. And it's like this whole love and light thing. And I think that's where people get lost on it, but really like, at least my perspective on new earth has been like, it's a vibration. Right. And it's like, what you're vibrating at right now, it's kind of like, there's like the old way of being. And then there's like the transitional periods. And then there's like this new way of being. And then there's like shit that extends even beyond that. And I think like new earth, when, you know, it's being thrown around, um, is meant, I think it's done on purpose, quite honestly, to like throw people off Mm -hmm. from wanting to like get on this quote unquote new earth vibration. Um, because it's done sometimes it's done like mockingly they're like oh new word this is some like love and light bullshit blah, blah blah whatever but it's like that's done as like cognitive dissonance so people will want to stay away from that right yes. mm-hmm. um so what what's your perspective of like the whole new earth thing like how do you see that how do you view that
1: well it's, it's literally wait, do you see me lighting up oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like my favorite uh subject and why i say this is because i i, I kind of I really want to spread my, my understanding of this. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a very, um, uh, easy perspective to, to, so yeah. Okay. So, um, how I like to talk about this, it's, it's basically, it's a different frequency. Mm -hmm. And what I say is that there is a portal I I know this is going to sound, you know, for those that are not into this kind of stuff, a little off the wall, but hey, just say all um, the off the wall stuff. Nothing is off limits here. (laughs) So my, my view, my understanding is that the heart is a portal. Portals are technically everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, so yeah, we have an organic portal within our heart. This, this portal is, um, you know, it's the feeling of love. Uh, bliss, um, compassion, uh, gratitude, it's a certain kind of frequency. And it's it's the frequency of the golden mean. The mm-hmm. golden mean you see it everywhere in nature. Mm-hmm. So basically, when you feel these feelings, again, these feelings, they're a frequency as we understand, as we know. So when you're living in this kind of feeling on a regular basis, your perception changes, you have a different perception because. Mm-hmm you're vibrating at a different frequency, you have a different perception, you, what happens is you have an expanded uh, way of seeing reality, yeah. that's literally all it is, you're literally just vibing at a different um, frequency, that's yeah. all, so, so let's say, let's say person A lives through their heart, they vibrate at this frequency, they, mm-hmm. they live in quote-unquote new earth, Yeah. person be right next to them. It's just like all about hate, all about anger, all about this person, da da da. This person, this and this. They're living at a third dimensional frequency. One mm-hmm. is not e- even better than the other. They're just right. having a human experience. It's just one is happier. Yeah. <laughs> and I choose to be. I choose to you know do the work, to to like whatever I need to do, which is again shadow work yeah get over myself oh i've done enough shadow work oh it's enough no i'm not gonna let my pride get in the way keep doing shadow work because i want to continue to vibe continue to rise continue to live in this frequency and i'm not always there either Mm -hmm. but you know the more you're there the the more you're it's just going to continue to increase that's it so um it's up to every single individual to because if i'm doing this and you're doing this and this person and that person doing this and it continues c- continues to expand the amount of people that are doing this we're literally creating new earth through us because w- what are we expecting some kind of magical unicorns to appear like you said yes. a- a- along yes. different words just like what, like that it's it's like it's like people people expecting things um to happen by swallowing a pill or turning a turning on yes. a button it just yes. doesn't like this? that's not reality guys Calm down to earth be grounded hello <laughs> come on yeah. god
0: yeah and that's the thing too is like i think a lot of times people turn to spirituality because they're looking for a quick fix <laughs> spirituality is not a fucking quick fix like not if you're, you're you're really committed to your journey like that shit's hard and like being able to do the work is what's going to get you to that like quote unquote, that new earth vibration. And I love that you said like unicorns and fucking, you know, magical fairies aren't just going to appear in your thing and just make it all better. It's like- That's you- 5D, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you have to do the shadow work in order to get to that new earth. You have to do, dig around in
1: your your depths and your- Density, it's density, you- the stuff that's pulling you down. Yeah. If you want to vibe higher, get rid of the stuff that's pulling you down, get rid of that, that density.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of times um, people try to spiritually bypass in order to not have to deal with that density. They're like, Oh, I'm just going to let everything go. And I'm just going to like, let it just like disperse. And it's like, no, you have to actually feel those feelings and you actually have to like, look at them <laughs> and you mm-hmm. actually have to like face them head on in order to be able to rise higher. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, it's, i kind of like the, um, it's like, I'm, I see this metaphor of like a, uh, like a hot air balloon, right? And there's all these sandbags that are keeping you tethered to the earth. And when you start like physically picking up the sandbag and, you know, like dumping it out, then it lightens the load of the hot air balloon and every time that you do it, it raises the hot air balloon higher and higher and higher until you're floating in the sky, right? And that's kind of like what shadow work does for us. And I think a lot of times people look at shadow work they're like, "Oh, like I've even, I've even had people say to me like, oh, you're always just like living in your shadows, like, like have fun in your shadow. You know what I mean? And just like, I'm like, do you, pride. I don't, I don't, yeah. And that's pride. Yeah. And <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, I don't think you understand that. Like when you face your shadows, there's a lot more, there's a lot deeper of a happiness on the other side. I think the depth that you meet your shadows is the depth that you can meet your happiness and your joy. And sure. yeah. So, there was something else that you had said earlier that I wanted to circle back around to, and I think, I think it was to do with, oh, so okay, so with QHHT, right? Did I say that right? That's okay. um, that's based from Dolores Cannon, right? That's her method. So, how did yeah. you get into that?
1: Okay, so it was, uh, let me see, two thousand an eight or so-ish. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, somebody handed me a book called Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian L. Wise. Mm-hmm. And I started reading it. Um, and through this book, it's about past life regression. And I've never, so basically through reading through it, I got the sense, I got the understanding that there's more, to this world and the physical world, Mm -hmm. because, you know, like I was just like any other normal quote unquote person, um, that thinks the 3d world is all there is, you Mm know, forget about like how I swam in the, you know, swam in the non non non-physical a lot, but like, you know, that was like, you know, daydreaming, right. Quote unquote. Uh, But, uh, yeah. So reading that I under like, it really like went through my bones, you know, like the 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 re- resonance with that. was like, oh shit, well okay, like I really feel the truth in this. And then I've like I read all his books. I when I get obsessed about something, I just I really like get into it. So mm-hmm. I've been I was obsessed with past life regression. I was like, how that. Many years later, I, I I I um studied hypnosis, got certified in hypnosis. Um, I decided I'm not really interested in the, all, all the other stuff of hypnosis. Mm-hmm. I I was into past life regression, so that was my thing. Yeah. And then years later, I for some reason, for many many years, I never heard of Dolores Cannon. I have no idea how this happened. Maybe I, maybe I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. So yeah, it's like many years later, I you know find out about her, and you know it's just the fact that uh, it's a little. Uh, QHHT, it's 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 a little more uh, than just past life regression. That's mm-hmm. what I like about it. Like so, like you know, the way I see it, anyway. Um, past life regression is just you know redoing your past lives or your right. your your, your path in this lifetime. With with QHHT, I'm it's technically exactly the same thing, right? In a way, it's just mm-hmm. I'm offering up more tools. Uh, so I'm doing past life, and it's more like it's almost more spiritually tinted. Mm-hmm. I'll do like I said uh you know future stuff uh I'll you know I'll I'll do a body scan you know like if there's anything sitting in your body that needs like you know to be felt and transmuted etc and whatever else you know just like stuff that pops up and personally I I'm not a with anything and everything in my life I'm not by the books I'm by the heart mm, it, yes. what resonates as in this moment this feels right or just in general like again, I'm just not by the book. I'm just like, I want to give you what you need, you yes. know? Yes. Not mm-hmm. what they told me I have to do.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think that's like healing like that is so much more powerful because you're actually like tuning into their frequency and like what their soul needs versus like, okay, this is step one. This is step two. This is step three. It's like, okay, maybe they don't need step three. Maybe they need step like seven, eight, nine, but like, in like only one and two. And it's like, I think that intuitive approach is really important because it tailors it to their experience instead of just a general blanket thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. What? Well, I'd about-
1: like I'd like to uh, point out there are people out there that that don't agree that this this work should be done um, online. I want I do want to uh, uh, address this. Um, you know this is opinions once again uh Mm -hmm. had said that this work needs to only be done in in person but like she was alive years ago you know like a lot has changed and somebody said that supposedly they channeled her i mean what's what's what i don't know but that she that she had a change of heart with that i don't know what's true that doesn't even matter like it's again that's just an opinion so when it comes to my opinion um the only time that it might be an issue if somebody is uh what we would call it. um, I'm gonna try to pronounce this correctly. Give me a sec. Uh mm-hmm. some somnambulist. Mm-hmm. So basically a person that um you know somebody will speak to them. So like you mm-hmm. know, they're on a trance and then just like somebody else basically. Blah, 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 blah. Right. So so basically it's 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 I do agree if that, if somebody is a somnambulist, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, it's not, it definitely is not the best thing to do it online. So I'll agree with that, but, uh, that happens really, really, really rare. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, you know, you'd be like, oh, okay, let's get, let's, let's, you know, let's, let's do this and like, get out of the session. Let's Like I've never, I've never had the situation w- while working online, Yeah. but it, it has happened all mm-hmm. time. So it, it, again, it's really rare. Yeah. Uh, so so there's there's that. So again you could you could just log off. Okay, so this person you can't do that with. Okay, cool. Right. Um then the other cases what if during an a some some ambulance uh session um you get disconnected. That's the issue. What mm-hmm. if you get disconnected? Now, I've literally never been disconnected. Perhaps other people have. I I've never had the issue of being disconnected. So what are the chances of this very very rare thing Yeah. state Plus, you getting disconnected happening right. at once. What what are the chances? So that there's that, and the other um, e- part of the equation is, um, you know, like so we're all about you know letting go, letting go. You know, things need to be as they are. You know, what mm-hmm. what happened was meant to happen. Except, let's control this thing. Right, right. So, and here's where it bothers me. It, this is this is a thing that can help really 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 help people because it goes so deep it could really really help people but yeah let's not do it because uh, the the off chance so what now we're gonna live in fear and not let things yeah it just really wrong way I'm like I don't live by fear I don't like this and again the whole we're gonna control right exactly and that's that element of control
0: and I I kind of agree with you though like and I, I, I hear people have the same qualm about like just any kind of distance energy healing or any kind of distance healing.
1: It's quantum like, oh, well.
0: Quantum field. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say is like <laughs> energy is energy. You don't have to be sitting next to somebody to transfer energy. Energy, because first off, like, like we said, time is fabricated, right? And so energy just is a vibration. And so you can send a vibration to somebody fucking like thousands of miles away, or you can send somebody the is same exact. To- yeah. You don't need a physics that physical vessel to, because when you do energy healing, you're not really touching a person ever anyways. Right. So like, what does it matter?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's intention. Yeah, it's, a- it's
0: exactly. It's intention. And I think a lot of it too, is like, Because you are so spiritually in tune and intuitive and like you know your shit, I think maybe some of that control is for people that maybe don't know how to do like spiritual protection and like aren't as like grounded in themselves and maybe aren't as grounded and tuned into the same like higher frequencies that maybe you're channeling. And um, maybe that's where things can arise and like problems can come up. But I feel like if you know your shit and like you're connected to you know the divine source and you're working with that energy, like there's no way any it can go wrong. Right. At least from my
1: perspective. If it does, it's in my opinion, it's supposed to happen. It's part of the process. It's part of it's part of let's say let's say it scars you, right? Okay, we'll work on it. You already it's not like you came to me pristine, right? You has he had issues. Let's say you you got this other issue now piled up. And this is a, a very big like what if, like again such a like almost nothing uh factor you know yeah Yeah, no just and I think a lot of that fear from that like of like oh what if I
0: fuck fuck them up like I think a lot of that comes from um the witch wound right and I don't know if you've heard of the witch wound but it's like this collective wound that's been imprinted on a lot of women especially but just like the general collective of you know people that were practicing healers or quote-unquote witches that isn't that crazy? Yeah. Evil. <laughs> right. You're murdering are not evil. 100 percent And I think what? that's the thing is they're like, oh, well, you're going to fuck me up. So um you're a witch. Or like, you know what I mean? And so I think there's that that fear from that because people, when they were healing people, like they would get hanged or they would get like, you know, off. And so like there's that deep fear within us, like, okay, well, if I fuck them up, then what's gonna happen? Right. Like, it's like you're not gonna fuck them up. Like. People can only be fucked up if they allow themselves to be fucked up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think I think a lot of that is just like collective wounding. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And again, if it's meant to happen, it's meant to let it let let it be. It's, you know, my my understanding, it's it's kind of like I know people are probably sick of hearing, you know, it's, it's been contracted. But yeah, it's probably been contracted. You know, it's you're yeah. probably are meant to. Go through this experience. If it, it popped up, you're supposed to like it. Maybe people need to stop with the control. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Because I think like, well, I do think it is important to like have discernment um with who you're working with, especially when you're working, you know, with a, a healer that's like dealing with your deep trauma and things like that, and like do your due diligence and like go off your intuition. It's like, okay, if I trust this person enough to work on me, then. I should trust them not to fuck me up, you know? And it's like, if you do have a feeling that this person's going to fuck you up and they're, you know, like, then don't work with them. And that's, it's as simple as that. And I think, um, there are obviously people that are in the quote unquote healing space that don't always have
1: good intentions, but I think
0: it's, it's,
1: it's up to people to use their discernment yeah discernment not everybody has uh developed enough discernment i understand that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i mean do your best to pick your 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 healer wisely yeah i I hear horrible stories yeah i I heard two the last year or two i think the last year i heard two stories of different male shamans
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um taking advantage of women yeah while you know they you know they're they're there to help to help their trauma be healed and but yeah they take it and it's just like what the fuck do you not understand is going on here like yeah. i have right now it is so fucking upsetting to me yeah okay. i think it's important to have that discernment
0: um and if like for like people listening like if you're working with a healer and they're not like Listening to you, they're not like acknowledging like your discomfort, acknowledging you know, like what you're going through at all, and they're just like, Oh, whatever, you're fine. Like, that's
1: probably like a red flag, (laughs) right? I'm like trying to, I'm trying to like think of how do you know if a healer is legit,
0: yeah. I know that's what I'm trying to think too. I think, um, yeah, because it's hard when you're like looking for help healing because sometimes your intuition isn't always right, that's my uh, point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How do you know? So I'm like, you, man, I I guess
0: I would say one of the things is like, if it sounds too good to be true, like if they're like, oh, I can heal all your trauma in like one session, like Mm -hmm. that's probably a red flag. Like you can do a lot of work in a session, but if they're claiming to like, give you specific results, like I'm going to clear all your childhood trauma in like one or two sessions, and you're never going to have to like Right. face this ever again that's probably a red flag because trauma right. trauma comes in layers right? right and like while you might like be able to heal like one specific trauma in a session you're not going to be able to, to heal every single one of your traumas in in, a, in one session and um so I think that's maybe a red flag um I don't know if you you can think of any other ones um to help people I think discern. the
1: red flag um would be I mean it's obvious but uh if somebody reaches out to you through mm-hmm. the internet, Hey, I could read your fortune or yes. hey, uh, do you need a healing? Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. That's, that's usually, they're like, Oh, I, I felt your
0: energy and your ancestor uh, told me this. Like if they just messaged you out of the blue without starting up a conversation or trying to make a connection with you. And they're all of a sudden just like, Hey, this is this, you need a reading or like, that's, scam and they're trying to like feed off your energy in some way or they're trying to yeah that's don't fall
1: for that like even when they're trying to like kind of get to know you quote unquote right mm -hmm. like like it could be still like hey da 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 you know but then like jumping into it real quick right there's there just needs to be something more than that right they
0: need to be like trying to build some type of a relationship with you and if they're not trying to build a relationship with you or really get to know you then They are probably not that interested in like your healing. They're just interested in either a the money or you know, whatever else. I would say, like, if it feels funny, yeah, Yeah, if it feels funny,
1: there we go. That's a good one. Just trust that instinct. Right. Though that could be mixed in with fear. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, that's kind of a hard one too. Here's the thing: there are so many healers out there and they'll keep like for example you you mm-hmm. you're out there you're talking about shadow you're you're putting out work you're obviously a healer right. you know you're obviously like legit it's you yeah <laughs> it's, it's you uh so uh, yeah so you see healers out there that and then um <clears throat> there's there's uh let, let's say um um for example Xenia right she has on her youtube um and her her um what is it called um website she has healers mm-hmm. you know there'll be like stuff like that like stuff that's set up for example uh on my um on my podcast when when um i've, I've had you on actually um uh, taylor was on my podcast guys Essentially, story <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's in the link link tree in my uh bio in on my instagram account um but yeah there's healers for example on my show I'm kind of collecting healers. So like stuff like, you know,
0: kind of do your due diligence and, you know, look at like the content that they're posting, right? Like if they're the content that they're posting doesn't resonate with you, then they're probably not the person for you, you know? And um, I think there could be people that just like don't resonate with you, but it doesn't necessarily make them a bad healer or like, you know, um, out to get you. I think, I think finding the right healer and you can work with multiple healers, you know at a time or whatever but I think it's just finding someone that just resonates with you like just like oh okay like I like what she has to say like I like the I just like like her essence or like usually if there's like some type of like an attraction towards that person it's like your soul is recognizing something within them
1: that right, right. maybe you are
0: looking for
1: I was gonna say um your heart you're, you'll you'll feel your heart light up it's a possibility not everybody obviously because the reason we want to do the work because we've been traumatized so much we can't feel our heart but right some still can and your heart will like you'll feel it in your heart a little bit like mm-hmm. or whatever you know like like yeah this feels right yeah that's yeah. how i no matter how traumatized i've been my heart has always led me i don't know just, just yeah just, And one,
0: one thing that I would say, like, if you're trying to discern whether if it's like the right fit or you're just scared is like, when you think about working with that person, does it feel icky or does it feel like a little scary and kind of expansive though? Because sometimes like, yes, exactly. Because doing like this inner work is, it can be scary sometimes and it can feel scary because you are on the edge of expanding. And so when you think about it, like, does it make you feel like confined and stuck when you think about working with them? Or does it make you feel like. A little nervous,
1: but like, okay, this is expansive, right? right. Yeah, I like I like uh, as funny as it sounds, but I like the word that you used, icky. Yeah, because it's a thing. It's a yeah. complete thing. There's there's fear, and there's like, oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, love that. <laughs> I love that. That's it. That's it.
0: Does it yeah. feel like-, like if it feels like, like, mm, right? no. <laughs> Right, exactly. Then it's probably a no. But if it feels like uh, uh I don't know, like this feels like maybe my next level, but like I'm scared, then it's like okay, you probably should do it. <laughs> That's definitely yeah. a sign that you should do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Cool. Well, is there anything else that you want to touch on um, that we yeah. haven't talked about yet?
1: <laughs> so, um, so we mentioned New Ageism earlier. So I want, I did want to uh, j- jump in on that. Okay, yeah. So as we as we as we know everything's you know things are just words and things are just labels technically doesn't matter la 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 right yeah Um, so my understanding and like because you know here and there you know people be like oh fuck new ageism or whatever you know along those lines and um so the way i see it is new ageism is basically uh it it was a blanket uh label Mm -hmm. for anything that wasn't religion Mm, yeah so what makes things I'm gonna say icky, right? Like when it comes to new yeah. ageism, I think that's where a lot of us are like, ooh, ooh, new ageism, is people. Some people aren't healed. Some people don't want to yeah. do that at work. And you know, it, you know, it's it's a big umbrella, right? It's a big umbrella. You know, new ageism, the term is a big umbrella where all the the shades. Of all the good and the bad and the everything, it's not that "quote unquote" ageism is bad. It's just, it's just like it's just like people on Earth. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's good and there's bad. Same thing under that umbrella. There's good and there's bad. There's yeah. literally everything just kind of thrown on thrown under that that label. I personally do like do like the the label. The mm-hmm. reason I like the label is, uh, you know like while I understand everything's thrown under that, but I like the label because um, we are my, because of my understanding, we we are moving to the new age. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what I like about that label. Like the new age of Aquarius. (laughs) Right. Like we're moving into the new earth frequency, you know, the the new age is coming. We're leaving the age of uh, uh, Kali Yuga, you know, like, like, so, like i like the term and i understand the frustration and 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 the dislike you know from people about that term but like yeah. we we just do have to remember it's just literally an umbrella for anything that's not religion yeah you know, if is new ageism everything every literally everything everything shadow yeah. work everything is new ageism yeah. so it's just like you know, it's like, why hate the label? Why hate the game? (laughs) Well, one thing that I want to point out
0: too, is like, that's a good opportunity to do shadow work. If you have an aversion to a certain term or a certain word or a certain label, ask yourself why, why do I hate this term? Why does this make me feel like, like cringe? Like what about this term or this label? Like makes me not want to like be a part of it or makes me want to reject it. Like, where is that sitting? Like what in the past, like reminds me of, you know what I mean? It's like going down that line of like curiosity and questioning instead of just outright rejecting something.
1: Like, it's like let's say somebody, let, let's say two years ago that considered themselves a new age person was a fucked up ass person and did this and this to me. Now I hate ageism, new ageism. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Go go do the work on that. Uh, obviously there's that's a trigger, that's a pain. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like,
0: I noticed with myself too, like I'll have certain, um like aversions to certain words like there, there's the I don't need I can't think of like a good example right now but like I guess for example so when me and my um boyfriend were like getting together and like we did a podcast our first podcast together we're like oh like how should we introduce ourselves and like I was like do I say that you're like my boyfriend like and I was like ew like I hate that word it sounds like high school I'm like why do I like it's just a word like why does it bother me so much and it's like like recognizing like okay that's silly like it's just a word you know and then going down that line of questioning okay why does that bother me why does it make me cringe and and then finding out okay well it's it's linked to this and you know it kind of sounds like this and when you they're like these little breadcrumbs like the things that make you cringe are like the little breadcrumbs to like figuring out like what's underneath the surface right yes yes yeah awesome well me too (laughs) <laughs> this was a good talk. Thank you so much for hopping on and chatting. And I'm sure we'll uh we'll be chatting again. Um, yeah. so if you want to let everybody know where they can find you one last time
1: before we sign off. Sure. Uh quantum.healer.tash T-A-S-H on Instagram and my other profile if you want the m- more spiritual version uh <laughs> is uh ascension guide ascension guide zero instead of the o um so my yeah the quantum heal attach is basically kind of uh everything Mm -hmm. that makes me who i am including conspiracy theory stuff so it's Mm -hmm. basically stuff from like well this is what i want to post today and it's all kind of like you know little little chronological you know everything (laughs) Um, if you want there's a spiritual version um where none of that just this spiritual stuff where i actually also do uh human resonance uh reports uh on there i i do the human resonance reports on telegram uh-huh. again you could you could uh find a link for in my uh instagram uh bio uh in the in that link um and I, yeah. So I, I take I take the Shivan residence uh, stuff that I do on the Telegram channel, and I I'll put put that post of that day on that spiritual Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, honestly, like people aren't very um, aware of it at the moment. Yeah, and there's a lot of shit talking about. You know, what's what's what? You know, people think they know stuff. You know. Like, for example, you know, they're they're like, uh, oh, all, and it's like for months now. Oh, this, these spikes are CERN, da da da. Meanwhile, like, it's not like they have CERN running all day every day. Mm -hmm. Get over yourself, guys. Like, like you, you know, just because you've read about it doesn't mean that you know what you're talking about. You know, not to say that I know what I'm talking because I don't know what's actually going on when you know but it's just like a lot of this a lot of the times it's just like they're just like oh it's this is that listen you don't know and here's my thing when people talk smack about something listen if your your whole thing is i i want people to be aware i want you know i want uh you know i want to share truth why don't you make sure that it's truth then you know (laughs) Yeah, and I I think that's a thing.
0: I know we said we were going to sign off, but I wanted to say something. (laughs) Um, I think sometimes when people want to quote unquote share truth and they haven't really, they kind of filter it through their own perspective and their ego because they want to make it suit their narrative. And right. it's funny because this is what they're trying to disprove and they're trying to like disprove other people's narratives and, you know, be like, oh, well, look at this narrative that this person's doing. Right. And it's like, okay, but you're just t- doing the same thing, but just taking their, right. what you find and fitting your own narrative instead of actually gathering a bunch of different perspectives and pulling from that. And right. I think a lot of that has to do with pride too.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, I... I notice a lot of the times is you know, people make shit up like for attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's here's another thing. If you have something to say about about, about a topic that you think you know stuff about, um, you know, you're throwing something negative, right? Like, oh, it's 5G, da-da-da. Okay, so now that you threw that in there, I'm not saying that you're wrong because I'm not all knowing. Just like mm-hmm. you're not knowing. But here's my thing. If you're throwing something negative out there where you're scaring people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are you also providing a solution? Yes. Because yes. yes the problem now, because are you not spreading fear, which is literally what you're just talking about? The opposite yes. of what we're trying to do. I fucking love that. I fucking
0: love that so much because I think a lot of like these truth pages, they're like, oh, like everyone's spreading fear, blah, blah, blah. And then they're just spewing out all this negativity, like, "Oh, 5G G's out to get you. And this is out to get you. And this is out to get you. But then they give you no solution on how to like navigate it all. And it's just like adding fear on top of fear. And it's like, okay, I wasn't afraid of this before, but now I fucking am. And it's like, you're literally doing the same thing that they're doing and trying yeah. to put yourself on a pedestal as if you're better than them. And you're yeah. literally just a reflection of that.
1: Right. Uh, you know, a lot of times, things are exposed into the truth in the truth or community mm-hmm. literally create those exact events because yes. you know that that some people will run with it in the way that we we're talking about
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they're going to scare everybody and when you take a topic and you're, you're everybody's obsessed with it and afraid of it yeah it, because of all the attention going to, towards this one potential event it's making this potentiality bigger than it would be it's literally helping to create so basically that information that was exposed into the truth community was literally exposed into it to create the event in the first place yes and that goes back to that cognitive dissonance it's
0: like you have to use your discernment to see like what in the truth community or what in the spiritual or the new age community is intentionally planted to do the opposite of why you ran to this community in the first place right and it offers oh. another sector of control um because you haven't actually used your discernment you just jumped from one thing to the next without like cultivating that discernment and that trust in your intuition to be able to figure out what is actually just cognitive dissonance implanted to create more fear or what's actually yeah. potentially truth right because i feel like there's no one solid truth like there's just perspective, perspective right it's all, all about
1: perspective it. and like everything everything mm-hmm. as I actually I was uh talking to somebody um a couple of weeks ago and I was I was saying like literally everything that we hear like l- read anything and everything out there whether it's under internet books hundreds of year old books anything and everything that we can possibly read Is it not an opinion of a person that has gathered some information? Mm -hmm. Even, even mind you, if we're channelers, channeling channeling higher uh, dimensional beings, those are still opinions of those higher dimensional beings. Yes,
0: yes. And they're being filtered through a human, which a human has an ego. And so no matter how like pure the channel is, there's still a little hint of your perspective.
1: Right so it all comes on top of it like -hmm. you said all all comes down to discernment and how do you get to discernment? like to be able to discern how do you get get to that place shadow work once you take out all those dense layers things become clear and your heart can see yes that's it mic drop mic drop
0: <laughs> that's it <laughs> i fucking love that and i fucking love this conversation and i fucking love you thank oh, you so you. much for being on here and um I'm, I'm probably gonna have to have you back on to talk about schumann residence um because i think that's a really interesting topic and it's honestly a topic that i don't really have like a good understanding about so i'd love to have you back on to like teach me a little bit about that um yeah, So yeah, so thank you so much for being here and um, I'll put all your links in the show notes so everybody can find you and I think that's it. So I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad
0: Brandon connected us. Me too. Brandon is just like a, yeah, he's just like a podcast. Yes, yes. He's just like a hub of just connecting Mm. really awesome people. (laughs) I love it. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk soon.